Chapter Twenty Five of Indian Fairy Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read for you by Chiquito Craster. Indian Fairy Tales by Joseph Jacobs. The Demon with the Matted Hair. This story, the teacher told in Jitavana, about a brother who had ceased striving after righteousness. Said the teacher to him, Is it really true that you have ceased all striving? Yes, blessed one, he replied. Then the teacher said, O oh, brother, in former days, wise men made effort in the place where effort should be made, and so attained unto royal power. And he told a story of long ago. Once upon a time, when Brahmadatta was a king of Benares, the Bodhisattva was born as son of his chief queen. On his name day, they asked eight hundred Brahmins, having satisfied them with all their desires about his lucky marks. The Brahmins who had skill in divining from such marks beheld the excellence of his and made answer, Full of goodness, great king, is your son. And when you die, he will become a king. He shall be famous and renowned for his skill with the five weapons and shall be the chief man in all India. On hearing what the Brahmins had to say, they gave him the name of the prince of the five weapons, sword, spear, bow, battle-axe, and shield. When he came to years of discretion and had attained the measure of sixteen years, the king said to him, My son, go and complete your education. Who shall be my teacher? the lad asked. Go, my son, in the kingdom of Kandahar, in the city of Takasila, is a far-famed teacher from whom I wish you to learn. Take this and give it to him for a fee. With that, he gave him a thousand pieces of money and dismissed him. The lad departed and was educated by this teacher. He received five weapons from him as a gift, bade him farewell, and leaving Takasila, began his journey to Banaras armed with the five weapons. On his way, he came to a forest inhabited by the demons with the matted hair. At the entering in of the forest, some men saw him and cried out, Hello, young sir! Keep clear of that wood. There is a demon in it called He of the Matted Hair, and he kills every man he sees. And they tried to stop him. But the Bodhisatta, having confidence in himself, went straight on, fearless as a maned lion. When he reached mid-forest, the demon showed himself. He made himself as tall as a palm tree. His head was the size of a pagoda. His eyes were as big as saucers. And he had two tusks all over knobs and bulbs, he had the face of a hawk, a variegated belly, and blue hands and feet. Where are you going? he shouted. Top, you'll make a meal for me. Said the Bodhisatta. Demon, I came here trusting in myself. I advise you to be careful how you come near me. Here's a poisoned arrow which I'll shoot at you and knock you down. With this menace, he fitted to his bow an arrow dipped in deadly poison and let fly. The arrow stuck fast in the demon's hair. Any shot, any shot, till he had shot away fifty arrows, and they all stuck in the demon's hair. The demon snapped them all off short and threw them down at his feet, and then came up to the Bodhisatta, who drew his sword and struck the demon, threatening him the while. His sword, it was three and thirty inches along, stuck in the demon's hair. Then Bodhisatta stuck him with his spear. That stuck too. He stuck him with his club, and that stuck too. When Bodhisatta saw that this had stuck fast, he addressed the demon. You, demon, 
said he. Did you ever hear of me before, the prince of the five weapons? When I came into the forest, which you live in, I did not trust to my bow and other weapons. This day I will pound you and grind you to powder. Thus did he declare his resolve, and with a shout he hit at the demon with his right hand. It stuck fast in his hair. He hit him with his left hand, that stuck too. With his right foot he kicked him, that stuck too. Then with his left, and that stuck too. Then he butted at him with his head, crying, I'll pound you to powder, and his head stuck fast like the rest. Thus the Bodhisatta was five times snared, caught fast in five places, hanging suspended. Yet he felt no fear, was not even nervous. Thought the demon to himself, Here is a lion of a man, a noble man, more than man he is. Here he is caught by a demon like me, yet he will not fear a bit. Since I have ravaged this road, I never saw such a man. Now, why is it that he does not fear? He was powerless to eat the man, but asked him, Why is it, young sir, that you are not frightened to death? Why should I fear, demon, replied he. In one life a man can die but once. Besides, in my belly is a thunderbolt. If you eat me, you will never be able to digest it. This will tear your inwards into little bits and kill you. So we shall both perish. That is why I fear nothing. By this the Bodhisatta meant the weapon of knowledge which he had within him. When he heard this, the demon thought, This young man speaks the truth. Piece of the flesh of such a lion man as he would be too much for me to digest if it were no bigger than a kidney bean. I'll let him go. So being frightened to death, he let go the Bodhisatta, saying, Young lion, you are a lion of a man. I will not eat you up. I will set you free from my hands, as the moon is disgorged from the jaws of Rahu after the eclipse. Go back to the company of your friends and relations. And the Bodhisatta said, Demon, I will go as you say. You were born a demon, cruel, blood-bibbing, devourer of the flesh and gore of others, because you did wickedly in former lives. If you still go on doing wickedly, you will go from darkness to darkness. But now that you have seen me, you will find it impossible to do wickedly. Taking the life of living creatures causes birth, as an animal in the world of Petas, or in the body of an Asur, or, if one is reborn as a man, it makes his life short. With this, and like monition, he told him the disadvantage of the five kinds of wickedness, and the profit of the five kinds of virtue, and frightened the demon in various ways, discoursing to him, until he subdued him, and made himself a denying, and established him in the five kinds of virtues. He made him worship the deity to whom offerings were made in that wood, and having carefully admonished him, departed out of it. At the entrance of the forest, he told all to the people thereabout, and went on to Banaras, armed with his five weapons. Afterwards he became king, and ruled righteously, and after giving alms and doing good, he passed away according to his deeds. And the teacher, when this tale was ended, became perfectly enlightened and repeated his verse. Whose mind and heart from all a desire is free? Who seeks for peace by living virtuously? He in due time will sever all the bonds that bind him fast to life and cease to be. Thus the teacher reached the summit through sainthood and the teaching of the law, and thereupon he declared the four truths. At the end of the declaring of the truths, this brother also attained to sainthood. Then the teacher made the connection and gave the key to the birth tale, saying, all that time Angulimala was the demon, but the prince of the five weapons was I myself.
End of chapter 25. Read for you by Chiquito Crasto, Birmingham, Alabama.